Today is the start of a three-part series that I want to do for you about marketing. So why is this so important? The number one job you have as a business owner is growing the business, right? Growing the business is the number one thing that you have to do as the business owner. And the way that people become more and more aware of your business is through your efforts at marketing, which means if you are a business owner, in effect, you're a marketer. And a lot of people are not happy about that news because they got into business to do the thing the business does. And I get it. But you have to know how to attract clients in order to have a business, right? No clients, no business. It's kind of that simple. So what I want to do is make it easier for you to put together your own marketing plan. So we're going to do a three-part series of what's included in how to make it easy for you. And we're going to start with something pretty simple and straightforward. And the number one thing I get asked, what do I do, right? What do you need to do? So I have three things that I look at when I'm putting together a marketing plan, when I'm helping my clients put together a marketing plan. This is the three kind of content pillars, ideas that we look at. So I want to lay them out for you so you can apply them to yourself. And of course, you know where to find me if you have questions. So number one, I look at consistency. You have to be consistent with your activity. Why? Um, cash flow problems are usually marketing problems. If you're having problems with getting clients all of a sudden, look to what you were doing a couple months prior and odds are your marketing efforts fell off the map. And this is one of the traps that small business owners fall into when you're trying to wear all the hats, right? You're doing all the things, you're wearing all the hats. So you market for a while to get a client. And then when you have that client, you stop marketing. And when you're done helping that client, you have no next client lined up. So we need a marketing plan that's consistent. And by consistent, I mean breaking your activities down into things that are actionable and maintainable. So the first rule of a marketing plan is the activities have to be actionable and maintainable. What do I mean? Number one, actionable. You have to know what you need to do. Be specific. A lot of people will start to think about their marketing. Okay, what do I need to do? And they'll say, well, I need to be on social media more. Well, what does that even mean? What's more? More than what? More than what you're doing now? More than what the top person is doing? What's more? You have to break it down into being very, very, very actionable. Know exactly what you need to create your more and put it on the calendar. So if we keep with our example of social media, we can break it down into, I need three posts a week. Okay, great. How do we know what to say? Because I will guarantee you, having been there myself, nothing will make your mind go blank faster than saying, okay, on Tuesday, I'm going to post on social media. And you sit down on Tuesday and you have zero ideas. So if we know we want three posts a week, great. That's maintainable. That's actionable. How do we come up with the content? We have to put that block on the calendar also. 
put a block on the calendar to brainstorm content. I'm a big fan of keeping notepads either in my purse, they're everywhere, they're on my and every time I have an idea, I write it down so that I have a list of ideas just to pull from. So that's how you make something actionable. You break down what you need to do into the smallest pieces of that process and put them on your calendar. So for consistency's sake, your plan has to be very, very actionable so you know exactly what to do, but it also has to be maintainable. Can you keep doing it? Consistency is important because it's easier to keep a slow roll then stop and start. Every time you stop completely, it's harder to get started. I often use the analogy, I grew up in Chicago, I don't know if they have this where you are, but I grew up where we lived in the forest preserves during the summer, right? And they had these pumps and that's where we would drink water out of these pumps. I don't know how any of us are still alive, but if you'd walk up to these pumps and there was a trickle of water coming out of it, it was easy to keep it going. But if you'd walk up to one of these pumps and it was completely dry, no water coming out of it, it would be brutal to try to get it to start. So not only does your marketing plan have to be actionable, it needs to be maintainable. You are better off keeping a low hum of activity than starting and stopping. And so what do I mean by maintainable? Going back to our social media example, posting three times a week, totally maintainable. But if you tell yourself you have to spend three hours a day on social media, that's not maintainable. You're setting yourself up to fail. And humans are very all or nothing with our thinking. We either think we have to do all the things or we end up doing none of the things. So if you come up with this grandiose marketing plan when previously you've barely ever done anything, it's not maintainable and you're just going to quit. Not because you're bad, not because you don't want it, just because that's kind of like how our brains work. So the first thing you have to think about when you're putting your marketing plan together is what is actionable and what is maintainable. So that's part one. Part two is what has a short-term actionable return on your investment and what activities are more long-term and passive in nature. This is very, 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 very important. I see people put together entire marketing plans around passive activities that only produce a return on your investment way down the road. Most people will run out of money before those types of activities work for them. Passive in nature means you're not in control of the situation. It means you're throwing things out there, hoping somebody calls you up and says, yes, I want to talk to you about working with you. You have zero influence over the process. So things like advertising, it's very passive in nature. Things like posting on social media, things like your email newsletter. All of those things, yes, they're an important part of a re-engagement, but if that's all you're relying on is activities that put information out into the world, and then you have zero influence over whether or not somebody takes action on those activities, those are going to be much more long-term in nature, meaning it takes a long time for them to work, and they're very passive, meaning you have no influence over whether anyone decides to interact with you. 
So while we like to use those for re-engagement, what you want to make sure is that your marketing plan hinges heavy on short-term active strategies. Short-term means you have a better chance, nothing's a guarantee, but you have a better chance of getting a return on your investment sooner rather than later. And active means you have influence over whether or not somebody chooses to interact with you. What do I mean by that? Networking. Networking is a much more active activity because you can do the outreach. You can use your energy and your influence and your communication to help move the process along. This is not about forcing people to talk to you. I'm kind of good at that too. This is about being in charge of the process and having influence over whether or not somebody engages with you. So networking would be a great example, whether that is in person, whether that's virtual, whether it's online and LinkedIn and Facebook. When you have the ability to initiate the conversation, that makes that strategy much more active in nature. And because we do business with other people, it also means you stand a chance of talking to the right people sooner rather than later. So we want to make sure our marketing plans are heavy on active short-term strategies and that we're using long-term passive strategies for re-engagement, but not relying on them solely for our business. So number one, actionable and maintainable. Number two, choose active short-term strategies over passive long-term strategies. And number three is the differentiator between audience growth and audience nurturing. This is another mistake I see where people fall in a one bucket accidentally and forget that there's a whole other half of this equation that they have to pay attention to. So what is the difference between audience growth and audience nurturing? Audience growth are the things that you do that help you meet new people. Audience nurturing are the things that you do that help you interact with the group of people who already knows you. And this is all very, it's so much trickier than it sounds. It sounds very straightforward, but it's actually much more nuanced. So to give you an example of that, my podcast, Ready Yet, is actually an audience nurturing activity for me because most of the people who listen to the podcast, they're already familiar with me. Now, yes, there's Google searches and SEO that give my podcast to new people, but primarily most of the people who listen to the podcast are people who have become familiar with me in one way or another. So my own podcast is an audience nurturing activity. An audience growth activity is when I'm a guest on somebody else's podcast because through their marketing, I'm being exposed to an entirely new group of people. And we want to make sure that we're playing on both sides of the equation. Another one going back to our active strategy of networking. If all you do is go to the same networking event over and over and over and over and over again, and that's the only one you go to, that is primarily a nurturing activity. Because once you meet everyone, most network groups don't grow so exponentially that every time you're there, there's a million new people, right? They're mostly made up of the same people. And that's great. You need both sides of this equation. 
but going to the same networking group over and over and over again exclusively is a is a audience nurturing activity because you already know them. Going to new networking groups is an audience growth activity because that's where you get to meet new people. So I know this is a lot of concepts that you might have never heard before, probably because I'm the one who's come up with these. But keep in mind, to put it all in a summary for you, you you need three things in your marketing plan. You need, number one, your activities to be actionable so you know exactly what you need to be doing, and they need to be maintainable so that you can keep doing it. Number two, you have to prioritize short-term active marketing strategies over long-term passive strategies. And number three, you want to make sure that you're balanced between audience growth so that you're meeting new people and audience nurturing so that you're re-engaging with the people that you have met. Those are the pillars to a marketing strategy. If you have any questions at all, please just shoot me a DM. I am here to help. This is like my favorite. The puzzle of a marketing strategy is one of my absolute favorite things to play with. So DM me, email, go to conqueryourbusiness.com, reach out. I am here to help.